Welcome back to the show. We are back in the studio with a super special guest and one of my very dear old friends who I have been um, trying to get on the show here for a minute and it worked out. He's here. So Christian Kane is here in the studio with me and Christian is one of my most cherished friendships I've had the honor of having in my lifetime. And um, yeah, we're going to get into a lot of stuff. So before stuff. that, though, I want to give you all a little background. I mean, I'm sure most people know out there, but for our listening audience. So um, Christian Kane has a highly successful, multifaceted career and is proof pos- positive that his commitment has made him the star he is today. He's earned high praise and notable acclaim both on screens and on the music scene. So, um, best known for hit movies, Just Married, Secondhand Lions, 50 to 1, Crossfire Trail, which, by the way, is one of my favorite movies of yours. I think it's one of your dad's as well. Yeah. 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 That's, <laughs> he watched it on a plane. That was the first was like, movie. I, I love that. Yeah. That was the first yeah. movie I had ever done. Actually, there's a second movie. The first movie I did was with McConaughey and, and Ron Howard at TV, but it was only a bit part. You know what I mean? And then that, a year yeah. afterwards, I got secondhand. I mean, uh, Crossfire, Crossfire Trail. Trail. And I was one of the leads with Tom Selleck. I mean, you can't. You can't. Great movie. Kid, yeah. And I I encourage anybody to, to watch it if you have not seen star it. Star studded. Tom I was Selleck. A it was, yeah. I mean, oh, Mark Harmon, Virginia Madsen, yeah, Barry yeah. Corbin, uh, it's it, it, Wilford Brimley, David O'Hara. Uh, it, it just the list goes on and on. Yeah. It's just every other scene, there's a movie star in it. So anyway. <laughs> yeah. it's a good one. It's a good one. Um, and then Christian has a has a long list of hit TV series, Leverage, The Librarians and Almost Paradise. Yes, and Leverage, what season are we in? We're in, it's a, you can't count it. It's a, <laughs> you can't did, count it. We did, we did, <laughs> There's so we, many. We did five on Turner, on TNT. Okay. And then we've just done three on um, on Amazon uh, in Freebie. And now we're doing another one. So it's either three or eight. But Got I like it. to say it's eight because a lot of shows. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, like yeah. seven, eight. And, it, it's and, been and, a and the strange thing about it is we filmed the pilot in Chicago in 2007. Yeah. Uh, we started the we started again. We did the pilot and then we got picked up in 2008. So since 2008, we've been filming this TV show. And I want to mention that these are all Dean Devlin. Um, Dean Devlin, yep, my boss, yep, on, yep, uh, on yep. The Librarians, on Almost Paradise. Yep. Uh, he's been so kind to me. He's yeah, absolutely. Been, he's been in my corner. It's like... Uh, you know, we, I, I told him during Leverage because Leverage is the role that I came to Hollywood to play. You know what I mean? It's it was, totally. It's, your, it's Jason yeah. Bourne, and you know me, so mm-hmm. it's like it's basically Jason Bourne, and um, and so and I just looked at him. And I think it was first or maybe second season, and I said, you know, I could end my career working with you, <laughs> and I'm on that track right now. So, <laughs> so it's fantastic, man. He's been so kind to me, and uh, and yeah, we just we keep pumping out stuff that we love to work on, which is the difference right. between um, you know sometimes you got to take a role because you need the money or you mm-hmm. need the you need that sort of art in your repertoire. Mm-hmm. This one, you know, I just I just hit people and smile and it's great, and he gives me great <laughs> lines and and uh, you know with Almost Paradise with with Leverage it was Stallone it was like a lot of one liners and then you hit somebody with uh, Almost Paradise he really let me dive into my uh, my comedic love of. Of, of acting and so it's just that's it's good that's good yeah. because more people just see it because you definitely Thank are you. you've got that good um <laughs> that good comedic comedic genius well, what was yeah. that uh greg orman was just in here and he was saying 
I forget the quote, but he was like, if you're lacking the humor, then like there was no way I was going to work with you because he's he's just a funny person. and He's uh, always on set and laughing and making everybody feel comfortable. And you kind of have to in that position, right? I mean, yeah. You have to make someone feel comfortable, especially with, you know, I'm not, I don't want to say young girls as in like that, but, you know, yeah. younger people coming to Hollywood, mm-hmm. they got to feel comfortable mm-hmm. yeah, and mm-hmm. celebrate what they're doing. So it's, uh, yeah, yeah, he's, I've, I've, uh, I've actually known Greg for a long time. Uh, I, I don't know him, you know, like know him, know him, but I met him a few times yeah 25 years ago or something like that and he was always a stand-up guy yeah i was real happy to um finally have him on the show um okay also must be noted because i am such a fan of your music and when you and i met that's i mean you were doing both but um and to this day i still have that first cd that you put out the black cd yeah it's worth like 250 bucks (laughs) oh really don't sell it but i'm just i would never sell it i didn't know that that somebody said the other day like i found one on on online and it was 250 dollars and somebody bought one uh like like six months ago for $275. We just don't have any more and we don't have the stuff. It was weird because we we re-recorded that album at, um, at, um, oh my gosh. Well, was it, it was at um, Dwight Yoakam's studio. Mm. And so it was all on three inch tape, you know, it was on tape. So it's just not, it's not digital anymore where you can just transfer it. It's like actual tape. Right, right, right. So that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a huge fan of your music um, and you have a huge following of the Kaniacs is what they call themselves. Yes. Yes. And a lot of recognition in Europe. Yes. And in the UK and in Germany, you've got some pretty major fans. We have really great fans. We have great fans for music and we also have fans, you know, um, one of the shows you didn't mention that I was on was uh, Angel. Well, yes, but I was going to get into that. Well, see, (laughs) so it was like, so whenever, whenever Baywatch, you know how, you know how popular uh, the Hasselhoff was in Germany. Of course. And whenever, whenever Baywatch was, was the number one show in Europe um, left, there was a void. And I think Buffy and Angel picked that up. Ah, And so I've been doing conventions for 20 something, over 20 years in London and in Germany and you know we oh, played Fulda we played okay. Munich we played okay. you know all okay. this other kind of stuff and so and I'm not one of those guys and one of the reasons why I have the I have the unbelievable and, and, and the great fans that I do is because I don't sit backstage and wait for us to come on we played every city and we played every uh, uh, with music we played every every state in this country I'd say except for maybe South uh, South Dakota North Dakota and then I'm being dead serious mm-hmm. I mean, like that's wild and so I but I gave, I came out and gave everybody a hug before the show and tried to give everybody a hug after the show and I think that they that shows I was just thankful to be there I was thankful that there were you know fans of the of the television series and the movies that I'd done but more more importantly the music and well, instead that, of sitting back there and acting like an asshole yeah. I just I came out and gave everybody a hug that speaks think, volumes to I, I you and so. your character and yeah. I mean that goes such a long ways with the fans so I can imagine that they like completely appreciated right. that you right. know yeah. so um a couple things so I wanted to bring up and then we're gonna get into um Playboy yeah. and and Why is and, like and, and, and your affiliation okay, gotcha. with with Playboy. <laughs> so um, Christian and I have a lot of things in common, but there's three right now that come um, come directly to my mind. So number one, we're both Cherokee. Both Cherokee Indian. Yep. Not not both. Yep. <laughs> number two, we're both from Texas. Both from Texas. Yes, and number three, we both have a long and dear friendship with Jamie Bergman and David Boreanaz. And David Boreanaz, that's right. Well, I just ruined yep. it with the angel thing, but you're all right <laughs> into it. Yeah. But we still are... to this day, so it's really great. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. So um, 
I'm going to get into Linda Brava. So for our audience, and I'm sure that most of them um, do know who she is. Linda Brava or Linda Lampinius. Lampinius. Finnish classical concert violinist and named as one of the most versatile and accomplished players of her generation. And in, in addition to playing classical violin, she also performs pop, rock, folk, techno, film, jazz, basically everything. I mean, she's she's absolutely incredible. A uber-talented blonde bombshell that most certainly caught the eye of Hugh Hefner Mm -hmm. and was featured in the April 98 issue of Playboy, which was shot by Arnie Freytag, legendary Arnie Freytag. Yeah. So um, I just found this out that when uh, Linda was living here in L.A., she appeared on Fame LA. She appeared on Fame LA. That's how Was I that how you met her? That's okay. exactly how I met her. Okay. Yeah. That made sense. Yeah. So I, I, I found the actual show on YouTube and Did I was you? like, oh my God. I was like, that has to be when they met. That's exactly when we met. Yeah. So Christian and Linda dated. Yes. And that's how this ties into Playboy. Yeah. And it was when um, she appeared in the, in the magazine, right? In she, the she, she was right before she appeared in the magazine. She was coming out. Okay. Uh, so she wasn't in the magazine just yet. Okay. But she had done, I think that she'd came in, and I think she did Baywatch before. Yeah, she did Baywatch, um, Fame LA, yeah, she did Fame Melrose LA. Place. Yeah, and so she had come out, and she I didn't know. There was this violinist that was going to come up and play. And I, I was too busy. I was very young. It was my first TV series ever, and she came up, and she started playing in the scene. Yes. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And I actually had lines with her because we all kind of hung out uh, in this scene afterwards because she was doing the talent stuff. And I was just, I was mesmerized. I and, bet. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, I'm 23 years old, and there was this girl, and and uh, and she just, yeah. And she was playing the violin. But the and musical like, aptitude that she had that probably resonated with you, too, because you, you are a musician. You it know? was just incredible, man. And I was learning to be a musician at that time because I, the, the, the original role on Fame LA was a, uh, was a, was a comedian. And I got the role, and they said, you're not funny. And I like to think, <laughs> you're that, not I like funny. To think that I proved them wrong at this point. One of my, one of, these guys are so good to me. Uh, Richard Barton Lewis, Penn Densham, John Watson, they were Trilogy Entertainment, and they took a shot at, on me uh, with no, no background in anything yet. I just moved here. And uh, so I was learning to play music. And, there she, and it wasn't about me music. There was no music ties whatsoever. It was the fact of what she could do with the violin. You were just she was playing Mozart there. better than Mozart plays. She's you know incredible. I mean? just, yeah. And I'd never seen anything like that. And especially someone that looked like her. It was just an yeah. entity. It was, mm-hmm. a, you know. Total Scandinavian. Yeah. Just that, that perfect blonde hair, exa- blue yeah. eyes. Yeah. I mean, and she And beauty. if I'm correct, and I don't know if this is true or not, but the cover of Playboy that she's on, there's two of her. They made her look like tw- they did two. Really? Yeah. I'll have there's to pull a, there's that. A, there's a there's a thing. Yeah. There's. Is it the one where she's crawling and yeah, she has her she, violin? And there's another one with her there. So she's no the only way. person I think in Playboy that was ever doubled. So it was a kind of a controversial thing because I think everybody thought it was twins. Okay. You know. That's a cool little factoid. Yeah. And so I think she was the only one that was ever doubled on the cover of Playboy magazine. I'm almost positive that's Very true. Very interesting. Yeah. I will find that out. That's yeah. super cool. We always pull out like little golden nuggets of history every time yeah. we do an interview with somebody. Oh, that's that, really. Like, like who knew? Yeah. Well, I, got, I, got a, I got a couple for you. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> but the thing is, is that I just, yeah, we, you know, I was very young. She was a little older than me. Um, but I, I didn't care, and she, uh, I just, you know. She, she said that you were a true cowboy, and she loved you deeply. And you said to me just recently that Linda Brava is gold, and I mean that says a lot. No, she is just gold, and we fell in massive. love. And you know, we, she was in and out, and so she was always staying in a hotel or whatever. And I had a place, and so I said, just come with me, and, she, and so we sort of moved in together. Uh-huh. Sort of moved in together. Okay. And uh, 
They lived happily ever after. <laughs> For a year. No. <laughs> no. Not even close. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> Six months. No. Okay, but during that time, then, did you start going to the mansion with her? And Because this would have been right when Hef had um, split up with Kimberly, Hef, yeah. his wife. And so the party started. He had the multiple girlfriends. They were all coming back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and they so were, there you, was three girls. Um, Mandy, Sandy, and Brandy. Yeah. Who? Brandy Roderick, Playboy Brandy of the Roderick, Year, 2001. Absolutely. And then who were the other ones? Mandy and Sandy Bentley. They were Sandy the twins. Sandy Bentley. Okay. Yeah, Mandy I remember and Sandy them. Bentley. They were very nice. They were I lovely. I loved them. Yeah, I actually talked to Brandy for a little bit one time, and she was just, she, I just found her to be a sweetheart. I mean, total class act uh, in comparison to what came later with the multiple girlfriends, right. including. Who was the other girl that was uh so it was Mandy, Sandy. No, no. It was Brandy, Mandy, Mandy and Sandy. Sandy. Mandy. And then they left, and then it started coming into multiples, at which, at which that point, Holly Madison came on board, and then Holly Madison. Holly, the donut lady? <laughs> the donut lady? I Holly don't... Madison? No, that's Dolly Madison. That's Dolly Madison, yeah. Who's Holly? So Holly Madison. Do you remember the girls next door? I do. That show. I never really so, saw it. So it, it, was, it was the three girlfriends. It was Holly, Bridget, and Kendra. And Holly was the Kendra. main girlfriend. So ho- that's who Holly Madison is. I don't, I don't and know she her. has, yeah, yeah, whatever. She has, um, she has a. I thought you were messing with me for a second. I thought it was like, I was like, the don't, was it that the don't, no, it was a cupcake. <laughs> I don't know what it was. But anyway. Holly Madison. That's, Holly Madison. That's great. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we're, we're going to come back to Holly because there's a couple things I want to um, talk about. But, um, do you, you remember uh, Linda taking you to a New Year's Eve party and meeting Anna Nicole Smith? I do. Yeah. I do. That was, was that the first you know time that? you went? Just doing my research. Oh, yeah. No, no that was, was actually like, through a conversation with me and Linda. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, so I did, and I walked up. And, I mean, talk about somebody else that was just like, I mean, she was so nice. Stunning. Stunning, so nice. So nice. A lot bigger than most people think, you yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. it was yeah. like, you know, yeah. she's, she's, she's really. She's a big girl. She's, she's curvy. A, she's a model. She's a curvy, but not not bigger like that, even tall. I mean, she's, she's a, very tall. Yeah, exactly. And so I was just sitting there, and uh, and it was weird because, you know, I had to not look at her. As I was, because I'd I'd met other playmates. I'd met everybody. At this point, I had been to the mansion a few times. I'm now. Listen to me. I'm still a little kid out of Texas and Oklahoma. Exactly. You were fresh. I just got my first job, fresh on the scene, and to be, you know, I I don't even know if you should be, as a as a guy dating someone who's in the magazine. I'm not sure if you should be allowed into that place until you've either lived in L.A. for five years, or you're at least thirty. That's actually a really good point. You know Christian. what I mean? Because it can mm-hmm. really they make ruin it go guys' a little heads. Sideways. Yeah. Yep. But I did meet I did meet her, and it was uh, I met Anna Nicole Smith, and it was um, it was all I could do to not stare at her when I'm sitting there with a very pretty girl with Linda Brava. Yeah. And uh, and uh, but it was just yeah I remember that, and I'm like uh, yeah, and I kind of sit there and kind of looked at her. Is that what she said? Uh, anyway, no, why no, did no. she say this to you? Uh, when, when you talk to her, okay. yeah, 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 all right. yeah all because right. she's going to come on the show and do a oh, do an interview eventually. So she had said that she had taken you to a New Year's Eve party and that you were excited to meet Anna. She Nicole. took us and to a couple. I was like, that's of, so cool. Yeah, she took us to a. So couple did you do of, movie nights and stuff too? We did do movie nights. As a matter of fact, I remember this was before everything went bad. Not with me and Linda, just went bad. I remember going there, and we had, you know, especially because you said um, Hef was going through a divorce, at the, you know, right. whatever it was, a separation, whatever mm-hmm. it was, and so we we started. He started getting back in the scene. We started having. He had the dinner night, you know, on he Sunday came night. Out, yeah, so it's Saturday yeah. nights, a, a big party, and then on Sundays it's dinner night. You know, you have dinner. It's a very mm-hmm. intimate dinner, mm-hmm. and I was there. And then he has uh, movie night. And if you, if you, how do you explain movie? You ever talked about movie night on this show? Oh yeah, all the time. So so movie night. So everybody knows. So mm-hmm. there's like there's there's this big long couch. Uh, and half sets on it, 
in the front, it, obviously. Yeah, in the front, yeah. and everybody's like it's sort of a theater they have designated seats, in the basically. Back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and um, and so and so then we got done having dinner, and he invited Linda to sit on the couch with him. Okay, but I'm there. Okay, so I sat on the couch. Shut the so front the ha- door. Hold on, hold you on. did not. Hold on, I did. Oh I listen. You this know, is good. Yes. You can ask Joel and Allison. You, you can, or, you know, Joel yes, and Allison, Joel and Allison. You of can course. ask them because okay. they know. Okay. And so it was very strange for me because I didn't know this at the time. And this is where it gets. This is where it gets very interesting. Okay. So it's a huge couch. It's a very very long couch. Right. So Hef's usually wearing pajamas or his robe. Always. And he's always and he he sits with his legs down the couch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not just like he's at the corner. And so then Linda sat, and then I sat on the side. And this is a true. If anybody can, if anybody can trump me on this, I welcome you to. Because I'm not sure if I'm 100 percent correct, but I know it, some people that will back. Yeah. I I believe to this day, and this is where I come into history. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I believe to this day, I am the only guy besides Hef that sat on that couch. Wow, I wonder if that's the case. If that's the case, I've that been told. is legendary. Legendary. Nobody I'm the only guy did. that's ever sat on the couch and watched the movie. And God, I wish I could remember what the movie was. But it would really date me at that point. He's like, I really like, want Linda next to me. So come on, Christian Kane. <laughs> listen, and that's that's where the story leads. But I'm just telling you. Yeah. He loved Linda. Yeah. She was the epitome of like. He did. So much that I started kind of getting moved out of the whole thing. I don't know if you know if you went through that story or not. Have I ever told you that story? I mean, I can tell no. you. It's pretty. Wait, does it have to do? Yes, yes I know. It's it going to ruin. Yeah. It, no, so we want to hear it. So, okay. yeah. So here's the gig. Here's the gig. So I'm a young cat, right? And mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And, I, and I'm da- and I'm dating. I, I don't want to call her an old. She wasn't that older than me, but she was more seasoned. She had seen yeah. life. She had seen a lot of stuff. And I'm brand new to Hollywood, especially brand new to the mansion. We had gone a couple of times. Like I said, I got to sit on the couch with you, Hefner. So we've gone a couple of times, and then, and so I'm, it, at some point, I believe, and I know it to be true. I think Hefner decided that he wanted Linda. I'm just. Gonna, I I don't doubt that. I'm gonna put it out I there. don't doubt that. So, I remember being on set. She went to a party. So here's the gig. So so we would show up, and guys would be some have friends, some some older gentlemen, and stuff like that. And when I say older, I'm talking geriatric. Older. Yes, yes. They would come up and they said, "Hey, Christian, do you mind if we take a picture with Linda?" You know, and Scotch, and you know, do you mind? And I'm like, "Absolutely." She said, That's Scott what she's Bale. She said, no, it wasn't Scott. Oh, Scott, oh. not this one. So Scott, so no, so th- so these guys would go and they would take pictures. The older gentlemen, I think some of them were actors. I sort of recognize them. I don't know what it was, yeah, but I remember this one yeah. cat with glasses. He was kind of tall, and he would just be like, "Hey, can we take it?" And I'm like, "Absolutely." That's what she's here for. You know, I didn't care. And then it just, and then it started becoming, hey, and they weren't talking to me anymore after the parties. They would just come over and Straight sort of get in the middle. Yeah. yeah. And then all this stuff. And then so one night, and here's where it really went bad. But it has a good ending. Okay. So I show up, and I just got done working on a show, and we wrapped. And so I came to the mansion. I'm supposed to be there. I'm her date. And if you know anything about going to the mansion, if you've been before, you know you got to talk to the rock. Talk to the rock. You got to talk to the rock. If you don't know where it's at, you're going to go past it. There's a rock with nothing on it except there's a speaker if you see it. At the front gate. At the of, front yeah. gate. And you stop and you talk to the rock. And I'm like, hey, it's Christian Kane. I'm, you know, I'm here. And they're like, well, you're not on the list. And I'm like, no, I'm with Linda Bravo. Her plus you're like, one. I like, am. You're not on the list. And I'm uh, like, uh, when you're not on the list, it's not good. So back then, man, we, you know, cell phones were like these big. <laughs> yeah. You didn't have it in your pocket. You couldn't whip no. it out and go, hey, what the hell's going on? You know, I'm like looking at this thing, this monstrosity. People are honking at me. And I'm about to punch a fucking rock. 
and I'm, you know, I said, hey, they're not letting me in. They're not letting me in. So anyway, she had to do some stuff. I was like 45 minutes, and finally I got in. And I walk over. That's annoying. She's talking to a table, which is fine, but I'm mad. I'm living Of course, yeah. So anyway, she's talking to Scott Bale. Yeah, and I had a problem with that guy, but whatever. I mean, I don't know, maybe now, but I. But the thing is, and so, and it's fine. But then we walk off, and I'm trying to tell her, I'm like, "What's the deal? You can't. I can't do. You know, I'm." And the dude comes in that usually asks for my permission, or usually sort of gets in my way. He's like, "Linda," smashes into me, spills his drink. Linda mm. goes over with thing. I grab the guy by the wrist, in the scotch, and I just twist his wrist. And he goes down to one knee, and it's an older gentleman. <coughs> it's an Excuse older me. guy. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting there, and I was like, you know, and he was like, I, I go, don't ever do that to me again. Don't ever yeah, bump don't into me, Yeah, don't put your hands on me either. And he's like, you're, you're, you don't know how it works here, son. You're, you're not from here. You don't know, you're, you're not supposed And I said, you know what? You're right. I'm not from here. I'm from Oklahoma, and I'll break your fucking hip. Right. I go, don't. And he was like, you're out of here. And I'm like, well, yeah, what? I go, I'm leaving anyway. And I went over to Linda, and I go, I'm, they're going to kick me out. I'm leaving. And she's like, what did you do? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm not going to talk about it because I'm so livid right now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So security comes over. And slash waiters. Escorted you Slash off. playgirl models. <laughs> with right? their shirts off and yeah. their little bow ties holding a little thing of this. And they're going to escort me off. And I looked at both of them. They were, little, they were you know, they were, they were good looking guys. And I said, and I was walking out on my own. Like, I'm walking out on my own. And they were walking with me. I said, I swear to God, if one person touches me, if you lay a hand on me, I'm biting something off your fucking face. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to turn around and bite your nose and take a cheek off, whatever it is. You're pissed, I said, yeah. don't ever touch me. Yeah. And I left and I went home. She stayed there. Mm-hmm. So I'm at home where we both live <laughs> hours and I'm got my Stewing. hand on the door. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And finally she gets, she, she gets out of the car, half had brought her home, which I thought really strange in the limo. And Half brought her home he in the brought limo. brought her uh, home in the limo. And then okay. he, they got out, and I'm, I'm looking through the peephole. Yeah. And he gave her a goodnight kiss, and it was not a makeout, but it was way longer than it should have been. And you saw that. Yeah. And, um, and, and I'm like, I'm, I'm just getting ready to open the door, and I'm going, I know the cats that he's with, and I know the strap. You know, I know yep. he's got two guys in the yep. car with guns. I'm yep. not about to. Yep. How, how how bad would it be? Ex boyfriend comes out because I probably <laughs> that's pretty much what I was at that moment. <laughs> yeah. at that so anyway, moment. <laughs> she comes in the house and I still love her to this day. She's such a. She's like you can't come to the mansion anymore. F says you're not invited. I was oh like fuck God. that old man. I was like oh so, oh I was just you know so I was never invited back until. Until dun dun dun. So we we went we went our separate ways. She had to go. Listen, you have to understand something, and I want to say this about her. You have to understand the fact that we were good. We were good together. I mean, we 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 were trying to enjoy life the best we could. The thing, but she would go off for weeks, sometimes months, working. Like not working, playing oh. with Pavarotti. You know what I mean? Like oh. playing these huge shows across the world. It wasn't oh, wow. like she was in Utah. You know yeah, what I mean? She yeah. was in Belgium. She was wow. in Switzerland. She was in Sweden. Impressive. She was playing big shows with very, very big people. And then she would come home and I would be standing there. And there's this 22, 23-year-old kid fresh off the boat in Hollywood with a show, Fame LA. I'll mm-hmm. never talk about about that show. It yeah. gave me my start. And yeah, I loved it. Yeah, of course. But it wasn't, you know, Friends. It yeah. wasn't Seinfeld. Yeah. It was yeah. Fame LA. Yeah. So... Anyway, so 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 we ended up going our separate ways, but there were times in that house where where someone would deliver a two maybe three million dollars Stradivarius, and it would wow. be in the house, and there would be two guys outside parked outside my house with guns to protect to protect it. it. It's you a commodity. I mean? Yeah, and I remember I remember she's I remember one time I I got it out. I think she was in the shower, and I started playing Garth Brooks like dun, 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 with your dun, fingers. Dun. Yeah. <laughs> She came out of there in a towel and all, not, I mean, I saw, I just, you know, 
dude. I was like, I was sitting there with a two million dollar Stradivarius playing a little country, and it was yeah, it was not. It was a, that was a. She's never hit me in her life, but that time she 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 slapped me pretty good. That was. Don't a, you touch that. No, and she's absolutely right. But here I am again, this young kid. But the the moral of that story is, is there was also other nights when she would pick it up, and it would be at night. And the moon, where we lived, the moon came off into the room. And I was laying in bed watching TV or something. And she would get up and just, like, play because she had something on her mind. And, I mean, we're, this is Playboy, so I don't think I'm out of line. She would be naked. Mm-hmm. And she would stand there and play Mozart better than better than I've heard in Mozart being played. In the moonlight. Wow. Naked with a Stradivarius. Wow. What an image. And, and I remember a lot about her. You know, time is time is fading, but I'll never forget that image. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget that. Yeah, it's I like remember, ingrained. I, yeah, I can't remember some of the houses I've lived in after that, but I remember the color of the carpet. I remember how the blinds were. There was a little, cre- you know, I mean, yeah. I just remember that picture. And so I'm not invited back to the Playboy Mansion. We went our separate ways. Uh, I said, I think this is happening. And she said, no, it's not. And she came back one time and said, Yep, pretty much everything you said is going on, yeah. especially with Hef. Hef wanted her. Yeah. Uh, I can't compete with that. Yeah. Um, but then, so I'm never invited back to the mansion again for fighting at the mansion. Who fights at the mansion? I didn't really fight anybody. I just took the guy down because you don't, don't you get your hands off me. <laughs> so never invited back ever until I get a phone call and from my manager and it said, the Playboy Mansion would like to have you come to the party. I'm like, they, why? I, can't, I have no idea. Didn't know. Was like, what the hell's going on? And then it dawned on me. They had forgotten. And Just Married was number one at the box office. Yep, that's right. So I was really nervous going back. And I said, I t- called my buddy, Chris Judd, who's a dear friend of mine. Yeah. Has been for years and years. Yeah. And I called Chris Judd, and he had, I mean, he had just gone through a bad divorce himself with, with J-Lo. With J-Lo. Right? Yeah. And I said, come with me, man. So he came with me. So we went back. And it was fun. I looked around. And it was strange because I was older now. You and saw it, it with a different set of eyes. I did, yeah, it wasn't. I'd mm-hmm. already, tur- I'd already taken the, the 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 curtain back and seen yeah. the Wizard of Oz. Sure. And so when I went back, I'm like, and then I walked in. Ironically, I walked into the grotto for the first time. Not really? Whole, that was like the first time, time you ever. That was went the there? first time that I'd oh. ever been there after all those uh, those times of going. And I'm just like going, this is a little smutty. This is not. What, this yeah. is not what's yeah. go- you know yeah. what I mean. And yeah. I started seeing. I just started seeing it in a different light. And I was invited back, but I never went back. That was it. That was it for me. I just, I just didn't feel like that place was for me anymore. And I didn't like the nervous fact of all those people were still there. Right, not knowing. Like, and if they that, look yeah. at me, yeah, they're yeah, going to yeah. be like, "That's the guy that you know what I mean." And so you I just, just didn't really feel welcome. Yeah, yeah. And I and I never saw Hef because I avoided him. Just because if he saw me, he'd know that I was back. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's a good little story. Yeah. Thanks for so sharing. So anyway, that, that was good. That was my that was my uh, my Playboy experience, and then. Well, and then it kind of goes on because, okay, so we're going to get into David Boreanaz and yeah, Jamie Bergman. Yeah, well, yes, absolutely. Right. So um, as our audience knows, Jamie Bergman um, was a smash hit with Playboy, um, have absolutely adored her. Just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah. I was actually there the night that she came up to the mansion the first time and she was sitting at the table with him and I just saw how he was looking at her and I was like, she's going to be- or Hef? Uh, half looking okay. at Jamie, right, yeah. Right. So, um, so, so Jamie um, was going to be playmate of the year, but she had just booked the show to star in Son 
Son of a Beach. Son or, of a Beach. Yes. It's a, a spoof of Baywatch. Spoof of Baywatch. Right. Yeah. And so um, so she was bound by that contract and she was not going to be available to do the PMOI duties. Mm-hmm. Hef went ahead and gave her the cover, the 2000 cover. It's, uh, yeah, July 2000 cover as well as a substantial payday. Right. But she didn't have to do the PMOA right. because he was just so uber, uber proud of her. And that's just a true testament yeah. on Hef's behalf that he you know, adored her and applauded what she had achieved. And so Jamie Bergman and I were very good friends. We worked a lot together. Um, and then her and David got together. Now, the background on you and David is Angel. Angel. But here's right. the, but it's funnier than that. It's actually funnier it, than that. Cause you the, know more because you were there. Well, it, the, he was on Buffy. On, right. the, on the WB, not CW. He was on Buffy at the time. He was Angel on Buffy. Uh, and I was doing a show called Rescue 7-7. Okay. Which was a firefighting show. I remember that, yeah. And then my show didn't go. Uh, well, it did. It went a season, but it's like, um, so then so then, David and I knew each other, and it's a funny story how we knew each other. So we went to, uh, so, so I showed up on set, because I, I had auditioned for this character, Riley, on Buffy, and I didn't get it. But I, you know, had gone in front of Joss Whedon mm-hmm. uh, and my dear friend, who's way better at that than I would have been, which is Mark Lucas. Mark Lucas got it. Mm-hmm. We later did Summer Cats mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't get the role. But Joss, I think Joss wanted to work with me, you know. Um, and so he brought me in on the pilot of Angel. So I knocked on the, I went over to David's trailer and knocked on the door. And I was like, what's up? And he was like, what are you doing here? And I was like, I'm in the show. <laughs> now, well, more on that later. Just real quick, but this is the funniest part, was the the way I met Boreanaz, we used to work out in the gym. We used to look at each other and like, eh, so, like what's uh, up? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Arms are big. And <laughs> Size each other up. That's exactly yeah. what was going on. And then one night, knowing that I was a fan, knowing that I was a fan, it's going to be hard to tell the story. I'm going to try to make it quick. Knowing that I was a fan, my director of Fame LA, the first guy who ever directed me, was Kenny Ortega. Now, Kenny Ortega was responsible for High School Musical. Kenny Ortega's mm-hmm. and Michael Jackson, the one, you know what I mean? He's like, yeah. it's Kenny Ortega. Okay. His feet were Patrick Swayze's feet dancing on the log. Oh, no way. Yeah. Wow, how cool. So he was a choreographer okay. for Dirty Dancing as well. So he knew I was a fan of the person that we're getting ready to pick up. And he said, I want you to come with me tonight. And I was like, all right. And he goes, dress up. I said, okay. I got on the best thing that I could at the time. I didn't own a suit and tie. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, I didn't speak American Express. I'm my first I didn't show. speak American so Express. So the, the, the thing was, is he picked me up in a limo. <laughs> And he was like, we got to make a stop real quick. And he stopped the car. And damn it, Patrick Swayze and his wife, Lisa Neal, got in the car. Whoa. And I'm sitting there staring at Patrick Swayze. Yeah. And Kenny doesn't say anything. He just starts talking. And I realized through the trip. And then and then uh, Jennifer Grey got in the car. They oh, made another whoa. stop. Now, I didn't recognize Jennifer because she had had some work done, uh-huh. you know, but I still think she's unbelievably beautiful. And I hate this town that they have not put her back out there. She's an incredible actor. Isn't Who cares? that the truth? It's After just bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's I so many that, A-list yeah. actresses that don't look like themselves anymore, but she got shunned. Right. Somebody should give her a role and bring her to the top again because she deserves it. Anyway, I concur. they're in the car and I put her together. We're going to the re-release of Dirty Dancing. Oh my goodness. And no so we way. went to the re-release of Dirty Dancing that year. And Boreanis was there with his manager Tom Pozzioli, and, he, and they said, "They said, Tom. yeah, Tommy, yep. Tommy P." And uh, <laughs> and so they sat right next to us, and so me and Boreanis were sitting together. So we just became friends. Okay. You know what I mean? And then he would come over to the house and drink a little bit sometimes. But we weren't hadn't done Angel, but then we did Angel together. Oh. And I'm supposed to be a one off. I was just the pilot and stuff like that. And here's the funniest thing about this is that if you don't know this. There's ensemble cast. I was reoccurring. There's only two people that did the pilot. It's you. and Five seasons. Yeah. 
and the final episode. There's only two people that were in both. You and David. Me and David Boreanaz. Yep. Yeah. That's legend. And he's one of my best friends, man. He was one of my dearest friends at the time. And we just we just uh, went to London together for a convention and reconnected. And I talked to him yesterday. And it's, uh, yeah, but it's just great. But yeah, so he was he was my dear friend. Yes, yes. And, and Jamie was, there, was my dear friend. I was there friend. when we met Jamie. Yes, I, was yes. at, I was at the wedding. Yes. I was there when she was pregnant. Yes. And they had to, you know what I mean? So yeah. it was great. Yeah. And then exactly. And you knew uh, Jamie. Yeah. And so um, so that kind of parlays into then how you and I know each other. Yeah. Um, and when I told Jamie that I had met you um, and she just was like, oh, my God, we love Christian. And I had no idea that you were so tight with David. So it was like this perfect. It's a you small know, world. Yeah, totally. It's a small world. Totally. And so it was at that point that I, you know, we, we all spent a lot of time together. You have to get up to Ramon. Ramon's one of my favorites. So, yeah. Um, so... So how do we know each other, Christian Kane? I was on the set. <laughs> I was on the set. That's why I said you got to get up to Ramon. <laughs> I was on the set of Secondhand Lions. Which was filming in Austin. Which was filming in Austin. Where I'm from. You were in Austin. And there's this cowboy out there from Santa Fe. Your dad knows him really well. You well, he know was him my father's well. hat, uh, hatter. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And his name is Ramon. And he's made of rubber. He can do anything on a horse. He falls horses, you know, when that was legal. All that kind of stuff. He jumped off a building. I slammed him into a table full of spices. I beat Ramona probably sixteen times on that movie, and I did all my own stunts. You know what I mean? So yes. I'm just like doing. Yes. And so and so I would train Ramona. There was one scene that we filmed for a long time. It's when I go save the princess on Secondhand Lines, mm-hmm. and I cut through all these guys with a sword. And I swear, I take out Ramon, and if you watch it, you'll see it. I take I take JJ out, JJ Dashnall, very good stunt guy, stunt coordinator for NCI. I mean, like huge stunt coordinators. Dad's a huge stunt coordinator. Take JJ out, and then Ramon comes, and I take Ramon. Ramon takes a flip, hits the ground, runs around, goes back through the door, and I fight him again on my way through all the guys. Mm-hmm. And he was just, and he was sitting there in his knees. I think he was icing his knees, and he's sitting there, and oh, he's I got a really it. great I mean, accent. My goodness, yeah. He's like Christian Kane. <laughs> exactly. Like, and I'm out of breath too because I'm cutting through all these. And he's like, I go, what, man? He goes. Christian Kane. He goes, you know Echo Johnson. <laughs> I, said, I love this. I swear, what? So he's got ice so on his good. knees and he's sweating. He goes, you know Echo Johnson. I said, I know of her. I mean, she's I know who, one yeah. of my favorite people I've ever seen in Playboy. I was in love with you. I mean, you know, I was in college and I'm going, oh my god, this girl's so beautiful. I said, I know of her. He goes, you make a call. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And you're like, I go, you know, I go hey, wait, wait, wait. Her. I know. I go. I go, you're from Santa Fe. You're from New Mexico. She goes, she, her dad's out there. Anyway, it's almost Boomhauer. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, you, yeah. Actually, that's very enough. similar, yeah. yeah. And, um, and so I said, yeah. And so I gave you a call. And I never thought you were actually going to show up. I thought this is going to be something And I weird. didn't know. I had no idea who you were. No. None. No. Zero. And so we met at the Omni Hotel. Yep. And then I go... All right, well, this is not fair because I saw you at the bar because I was walking down there and she's very beautiful and it, it is Echo Johnson. And I said, man, she's going to get a whole look at me. I'm like on display because the Omni has a glass elevator. Yes. And so I'm sitting there and man, if it couldn't have been any slower, man, it was like, yeah. And I'm just going, and it was so just I get in, boom, in the elevator. Yeah, and, I'm, and I'm going down and it's just so slow and it's glass and you're sitting there looking and I'm just going, yep. oh my God. True what? story. I go, this is not fair, man. She gets to like totally check me out. And then I think we went to eat. We went to a pool hall. I think I got tried to got in a fight with a couple of guys playing pool with you. And then they were uh, looking at my ass. or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. And then um, 
and then we fell in love and then we fell in love yeah yeah and we had a we had a good go we had a great go and it was and that was that that's the whole point of the story was the fact that you know it was a Boreanis was my best friend at the time you were mm-hmm. you know great friends with, Super with, tight Jamie. with Jamie I was yeah. tight with Jamie yep. so it was just a family yep, yep. Of us four just getting to hang out. And it's such a young time in our life, you know what I mean? Best time. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah. Here in L.A., yeah. I mean, just everything that was going on. And, you know, crew. David, David, I'll just tell you a little, you know, me and David used to go out before he met Jamie. It was just of me course. and David. We would yeah, go out and we would hang yeah. out and do yeah, all this yeah, other yeah. stuff. And David had just gotten a house and there was no furniture in it. I was staying the night over. I was sleeping on like a box and a couch or what, you know, we there was no, he had a bed. I had the couch and that's what it was. There's no right. food, no kitchen. The kitchen was beautiful, but there's nothing in it. Right. We're two guys and he's living there and he just got the house. Right. And then he met Jamie and Jamie made that house a home. Yeah. And that was the perfect time. And so now it was just a, like a family, man. His sister would be there, his, 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 his brother-in-law. You know, everybody would come over and just kind of hang out. And that was that was one of the best times of my life, man. I mean, when they met, it was like instant. Like, oh, absolutely. They fell in love with each other like, absolutely. at first sight. Yeah. And they just never left each other. And I'll be honest with you. You'd think that me and Boreanaz going out all the time and doing stuff like that. I mean, we'd go to work and then we'd go out. And mm-hmm. it was really weird because we went out on odd nights, but then a lot, so did Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood went out Monday through Thursday. It, they it, don't go out on the weekends because yeah. it's riffraff night. Everybody else comes in from out of town. Sure. Nobody knows that. That's years and years, you know, actors and everything else. We only go out there in the week. Huh, and that and, is interesting. I never thought about yeah. that, but that makes sense because yeah. they come from the inland. And it also makes sense when half of your cast on Angel turns to dust when the sunlight hits them. <laughs> so we're only night shoots. <laughs> We're only night shoots. So me and me and Boreanaz worked, you know, from six at night until six in the morning on, on Friday or on, you know, sometimes on Thursday and on Friday. We always had night shoots. We'd get off on Saturday morning. Mm. It was because you had to film You had to dark. film at night because, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I would yeah, go, yeah. you know, we'd go have a drink and I'd probably stay there. And then we'd go, you know, so, so Saturday would come around. We'd do it on Saturday. But um, anyway, the point being was I never knew him with anybody, anybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I've, You've seen him, I've seen like, him talk whatever. to girls, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but whatever, not like but, this. Yeah. When she showed up, it was over, man. He was yeah, it was instant. Yep, 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 yep. yep. It was, was really nice. Well, and I got to applaud them. I mean, gosh, what is it, 20-plus years now of marriage? I it's mean, that's be. amazing. It's, it's got to be. Yeah. So it's it's 20, oh, easy, it's, 20, probably 20, 22 years, 23 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yay! Yeah, good for well, them. Well, shout out two to- Two kids. Yes, two kids, exactly. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. I'm going to ask you a couple rapid fire questions. Okay, go. Texas or Oklahoma? Texas. Acting or music? Acting. Blonde or brunette? Brunette. Okay. And do you have a motto? Mm -hmm. I have two. What are they? That I live by since I came to Los Angeles. Okay. Number one is uh, you learn, uh, well, that's number two. I, I use that one a little bit more today, but I'll tell you the first one. This was in order for a long time. And it's Woody Allen. And it's ninety percent of life is showing up. So true. Yeah. I love that. And then my and other you've one, used that like that's been your thing. If, I, since if you, you got don't here. show, up, yeah, because there's been times where I'm on the couch and like I don't want to go, and then I'll go and it'll change my life. True. You know and that I mean? is so true, and just applies across life. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Let me see. Let me tell you my second one, and I'll t- and I'll wrap it up with a really great story. You you, the second one is you learn to fight by fighting, which is Bruce Lee. Mm, you learn to fight like that. by mm-hmm, fighting. Mm-hmm. You can't read it in a book. Mm-mm. You learn to cook by cooking. You learn to dance by dancing. You hone your skills. You, yeah. Absolutely. You learn to fight by fighting. And that's Bruce Lee. And I carry that one with me everywhere. Um, 90% of life is showing up. So I got a script for a show called Leverage. And I was doing music at the time. I was in Nashville okay. finishing up my album with Sony. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, opened it up 
and it said this and that, this and that. And I went to my character, and it said, Elliot Spencer walks in. I've told this story before. Elliot Spencer walks into a bar. My boss, which I thought, Dean Devlin, I thought he would be upset for me telling this story. He loves me telling this story. Yeah. Because it'll show you. Okay. It'll, 90% of life showing up. I open it up. It says, Elliot Spencer walks into a bar wearing wire rim glasses, sipping tea. The first time you see me in leverage, that's what you look at. Wow. Elliot okay. Spencer walks into a bar yeah. wearing wire rim glasses, sipping tea. Uh-huh. I took it. I shut it. I'd already gotten in a bad thing over another thing that I was doing. I said, I'm not doing this bullshit again. It hit the wall, went behind the couch. Two days go by, my, my agent calls and goes, uh, what'd you think, man? What'd you think? And I was like, I go, I go, let me be honest with you, man. I go, don't ever send me shit like this again. I go, I'm not playing. He was like, oh, well, John Rogers wrote it with sort of like with you and with mine. With you and mine, Dean yeah. Devlin. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Really? Like, I didn't know, I go, yeah. John Rogers, Dean Devlin? What are you? T-? I dive under the couch. I grab it. I pull it out, and I read it again. And I'm like, Elliot Spencer, what kind of name is that? Elliot Spencer walks into a bar wearing wire rim glasses, sipping tea, and, and then kicks the shit yes. out of 40. <laughs> I, go, you, I go, I'm on a plane. He was still on the phone. I go, I'm on a plane. I'm on a plane. I read it on the plane. That's I just a, I didn't read the next line. Yeah, right. And I almost lost. If you if you think about this, this is a horror story. Absolutely, I almost lost that role. And if I would have lost that role, I would have lost the last seventeen or uh, last um, fifteen years. Yeah, with my That's boss what and my friend been, yeah. Dean Devlin. Exactly, who did consistently who working. Did the yes, with went Dean. back to leverage. Who gave yep. me almost paralyzed. Yep. Who I'm still working for yep. to this day. In f- ten days, we start season eight of Leverage. And if I That's and it was amazing. one more line, it was one more line that I almost didn't read. That that is a great story, and that's why ninety percent of life is showing up. Interesting, yeah. and it is definitely yeah. you and your role, like uh, a yeah. thousand percent. Yeah. I would think so. You crush yeah. it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It's you through and through. Thank you. I love it. I love it. Um, so, tell me about the business venture, the, your restaurant business venture that oh, man. you are involved in. I yeah, I thought that'd be fun to tell our audience. Absolutely, because <laughs> because let me tell the audience as well. Uh, Christian is an incredible chef. Thank you. Um, by by choice, he just loves to cook, and it makes sense that he's gone into this venture. So he's going to tell us about it. I tell you, man, it's a it's a it's a really good it's a really good deal. It's my friend Billy Deck. Mm-hmm. Billy Deck is on Good Morning America all the time. He's on he's he's cooked with um he's been on numerous food shows on the Food Network and all that kind of stuff. And he has a place called Sunda in Chicago. Now I don't have a place of that, but I ate there. And a really cool story about that was is I was like I was like uh, I was sitting across from uh, from this dude and I'll tell you who it is and I'm sitting in the restaurant and we're having the best food that I've ever had and it's Asian fusion yes you know I, I love mean? Asian so it's a, fusion he's Filipino he's got some so it, so it's, there was I didn't even I had never been to the Philippines at this point I didn't know what Filipino cuisine was and it's mixed in with Asian with Japanese or sushi mm-hmm. but there's Fili- mm-hmm. and I was like this is the most incredible food and there was this guy over there and I was like I go hey guys that's that's Patrick Kane from the uh, the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh. And Billy comes over and goes, hey, man, Patrick wants to know if you'll take a picture with him. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so I went yes, over and I, I still got it. I took a picture with Patrick Kane, not because I went over, because he asked me, man. And it meant the world to me, man, that he did that. You know, Kane, yes, both yes, names yes, spelled yes, the same. I love I, that. I have like six of his jerseys now just because I'm a huge fan and because he had. And so anyway, so I love the food and I talked to Billy. I became friends with him and he said, we're opening up a venture in Nashville. And so I got in on that. So we have one of the number one restaurants in Nashville right now, Sunda. Sunday without the Y. Sunda, New Asian. Nice. And um, and then we just opened up one in Tampa and currently are, I think, tomorrow maybe, opening the doors, another one in Chicago. 
Good for you. I love yeah. it. So, yeah. And we, we're actually looking at another venture right now, but we're going to open up some more. So it's just, I believe in the food. I mean, I'm a little bit biased, but I'm just telling you, some of the best food that you've ever, it's it's just incredible. So and Billy Deck is an unbelievable businessman. He takes everything to heart. He knows about food. And okay. so I'm in good hands. So Nashville, Tampa, and maybe Chicago. And she, no. No, yes, Chicago's Chicago. a go. Built. Wonderful. We're, we're the key. Yeah. That's so there's cool. two of them in Chicago. Okay. Now, which is nice. Okay. Downtown and then uptown. So yeah. I love that. And then I, I th- we're looking at another place right now, but I, I don't want to. I don't want to jinx it. Okay. So, so yeah. Uh, yeah. So anybody in Tampa, Nashville, and Chicago, go check out Sunday. Yeah. I'm, it'll it'll be delicious. I'm telling you, man, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So we end the show. We always end the show with two questions. I'm going to ask you just one of them because the second one won't apply. So, three words that define Hugh Hefner to you. Three words. Three words. Not a sentence, but three words. Three words. Brilliant. Infectious. Mm, That's a good one. And conniving. Nobody said that. I like. No, I'm told you I'm a cool. guy going with a girl. Okay, I I, I love to hear. Um, but that. he was infectious. I mean, he, yes. you know, his smile, yes. his personality, yes. his, you know, even though he didn't like me and wanted me out of the picture, he, he wouldn't let me know. No, you know never. What I mean? Yeah, so, that it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I appreciate. Is that. that it? We're done. Um, not quite. <laughs> okay, okay, I was like, but but yeah, that's always. I love that part, and everybody always says something different, and so the three that you just said. Yeah, two that were different than what I've heard so far. So, do you have anything that you want to plug besides what you got going on right now? And where can everybody watch your shows? That's a fantastic question. Because <laughs> let me tell you something, we're very happy about this. What? I'm getting ready to do season three of Leverage Redemption. Okay. For the fans out there, it's season eight of Leverage. Okay. This will be our first season on Amazon Prime. Hell yeah. They picked us, Amazon Prime picked us up. We're going up against the big boys and, and we can hack it. So it's no big deal. I'm not even worried about it. Good but it's you. so much fun to get the recognition of the last two seasons that we've done. Uh, and then Amazon Prime goes, there's no reason why you shouldn't be here. So we're going to, we'll be taking on the boys. We'll be taking on, you know, <laughs> what's Jensen so Ackles, one of my dearest <laughs> friends. So it's going to be fun going up against him again. Yay. Uh, so that's it right now. And then, uh, and everything else, we're just waiting here. It was, it was tough. The strike was tough on everybody. Well, absolutely. And uh, everybody's yeah. getting back out there. And we knew we were going to go. So it's, um, so it's time. And uh, I'm actually, uh, I'm going to get out of here and go back and film man in a different state so it's uh so yeah. i'm excited man, yeah. to get back out there and throw some punches yeah thank you so much this worked out perfectly and um it's for spending an hour with me on my birthday today how long have we known each other 23 years 23 years, 23 years. and still the dearest of friends absolutely always have been one of my most solid i love you i am so grateful for you i appreciate you you. and i'm so glad that we were able to make this happen absolutely man i'm so proud of you this is so great happy birthday happy birthday (laughs) and you you, deserve this this is so great all right guys thank you so much for tuning in um don't forget to follow us on um ig at tbc vodcast support the show at patreon at the bunny chronicles and we also have our i christian kane yes one Instagram is Christian Kane one. I'll be posting some stuff about this as well. I'm sorry. Okay, cool. I wanted you to know because I'm going to promote it. Yeah, yeah exactly. thank you because I yeah. forgot to ask about that. Mm-hmm. So follow Christian, Christian Kane one um, and the bunny chronicles.com. Um, also, we have a merch line. 
very few things are up, but we're working on it. So again, thank you for the support. We have a worldwide listening audience. Oh, I wanted to share with you. Yeah. So the UK is is the second. So top five of countries that listen to us. Yeah. UK number two, oh. Germany number five. That's my people, man. I know. I when, when you told me that, so I was like, so a shout out to our all of our fans in the UK and Germany. We That's love so you. awesome. <laughs> yeah. So thank you again. All right. I'm Echo. This is the Bunny Chronicles, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, Christian. Oh, thank you, babe. Come on. Happy birthday. That was awesome. Yeah. Thank you.